Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Yeah. And why would we think that this animal would speak out of a head? Why does it have to have a head? Don't limit yourself, baby. No, I mean, why doesn't it? Why can't it? Why can't there be an entire race of people that all look like B. Arthur? You know they can. So when they arrive, it's as if the Golden Girls have <laughs> attacked the world. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show right here on the Rock School Radio Network, and I can't even explain to you how happy I am for this week to have finally arrived. It only comes around once a year, and this week heard has come around again, and I am so happy. First of all, my name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Tammy, are we ready? Are we set? Have we got the backyard all ready to go? Have we got the telescope out? Have we invited friends? Have we got beer? Have we got beer on ice? Have we got a pick in the ground? Are we ready to go? Are we set for this day? Are we ready to go? Are we ready? Huh? 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 I don't know, but are I, will, we? I will buy the pony with the pink ribbon around huh? it. Yeah. June, June 24th. Are we ready for this date? June 24th. Are we ready? June 24th. Huh? Huh? Yes. National World UFO Day, which I think oh, is funny. Yeah, I'm ready. That it's National World UFO Day. National World UFO Day. Get yep. it? National World. Yeah. World UFO Day. Let's just call it World UFO Day. It is World UFO Day. Do you know why it is World UFO Day, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know. Huh? Something to do huh? with uh, New UFOs? Mexico. Close, close. A guy by the name of Kenneth Arnold on the 24th of June 1st saw what he widely reported as unidentified flying objects as he was zipping around in his airplane. I'm going to tell you the story. It's one of these things that I saw because every so often I just pull up a month just to see what the dumb holidays are. Yeah. National Sing Backwards Day. Blah, 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 blah. I know three guys who can do that. You, you do not. You do That's not. That's what you would think if you saw that. <laughs> oh, I know an actor's brother's sister who did that one time. Let's Cousin, do a show on cousin's that. Cousin's brother's former roommate. And then later on, July 2nd commemorates the supposed UFO crash in 1947 in Roswell, New Mexico. But it all started on June 24th with this guy, Kenneth Arnold, okay. who supposedly saw these UFOs flying in a geese formation. You know that V that geese fly in? I do. Right. And World UFO Day is a day set aside for awareness for people to gather together and watch the skies for UFOs because it's well known that visitors from another planet will show up on June 24th. God, I hope so. So are we set up? Do we have friends coming over? Got a pig in the ground? Absolutely. Do we? You know we do. And I thought to myself, oh, no, this is just stupid enough that someone has written a rock song about this. Not someone. There are songs upon songs. So let me play one. We'll come back. And it's one of these things, again, once you start digging, once you get beneath the surface, ooh, the dirty underbelly. 
Oh, it's fun. Here you go. Come sail away. We climbed aboard their starships and headed for the skies. Oh, I'm beginning my. to understand why they kicked out Dennis D. Young. It sticks on Rock School. I'm sailing away. Set an open course for the virgin sea. I've got to be free. Come sail away, come sail away, come sail away with me. It sticks here on Rock School. And the list of songs that goes on and on about people from other countries, other nations, other worlds coming to our shores on World UFO Day, National UFO Day, June 24th goes on and on. Oh my God, I hope it's real. Oh, so do I. I want Martians to be real. I want and, I want UFOs to be real. Oh, it's not Martians. It's people that live on the moons of Jupiter. I want those That's people right. to be real too. And here's what's fun about it. You and I have been... To Roswell, New Mexico. Light it up. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that later on in the show. Now, here's the fun thing. What do you, I guess not you, but what did people in World War II refer to these unidentified flying objects as? I know people out in the audience are immediately yelling at the radio. Do you remember what they called them? There was a nickname uh, for them. Saucers? Foo Fighters. Really? That's what? right. I, uh, you didn't know that's no. why Dave Grohl's band was named Foo Fighter? No, I did ah, not. Oh, let me school you, ladies and Please. gentlemen. It says here Foo Fighters was it was first used by the US 415th Night Fighter Squadron, and the earliest reference anyone could find was November of 1944. Also, to go on, there was a guy named Commander Fritz Ringwald who was a fan of this comic strip called Smokey Stover by a guy named Bill Holman. And in the comic strip, the two main characters were firemen. And what they had was this sort of nickname or this sort of, it's not nickname, I guess, was a slogan. It says, where there's foo, there's fire. <laughs> the word foo meant sort of just a happening, a stupid thing. It was kind of like good grief okay. by Charlie Brown. Uh-huh. And it kind of entered into the vernacular of people that liked that comic strip. Oh. So when something went crazy, it went foo or it went fooey or it went what have okay. you. Okay. So if you like that strip, you understood what foo meant. So again, these pilots of the 415th Night Fighter Squadron arrived and were discussing what this was up in the sky. We keep seeing these things. And this guy, Fritz Ringwald, gets upset and slams down something. The story goes that it's a copy of a newspaper that has Smokey Stover in it. That's a little too perfect. And screams out, ah, we're all just a bunch of effing Foo Fighters. That's where the phrase came from. My goodness. Right. And Dave Grohl's band picked it up, Foo Fighter. That's why they're called Foo Fighters. I had no idea. Have you ever heard that story Never. Before? No? Never. There you go. There you go. And I watched this, the documentary with uh, Dave Grohl. 
Oh, he never explained where the band's no. name came from. Thank you. Yeah, it's from the, the concept of when they saw something they couldn't explain. It was a foo, and thus they were foo fighters. Wow. And here are the foo fighters on Rock School. Celebrating National World UFO Day. And I know that sounds stupid, but see, I saw it written as National UFO Day and World UFO Day. <laughs> so it's like Dr. Mr. Joe Burns. So we're going with... Uh, Which one are you going with? National World UFO oh, Day. Oh, I like that it better. Says, make it, it says, as big as you can, man. It's as stupid as I can make it, as dumb it's as I think it big is. Big stupid. Yes, big stupid. Come sail away. Come sail away. <laughs> Again, I'm kind of understanding why they made it. Oh, him I know. Okay, a Foo Fighter. All right, what were these guys seeing? Because blatantly they were seeing it. wasn't just one crazy pilot coming back with his helmet on sideways, looking out the ear hole, going, I saw something in the sky. They were seeing the little UFOs. No, they weren't seeing a UFO. Little green men? <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Welcome to I my have, planet. I have a question about all science, fi- we, we just, science fiction movies. We just went to see Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yes. Okay, listen. Here in the United States, in fact, the world, our Earth, there is man, there is a dolphin, there is a cockroach, there is a centipede, and there is a deer. You see how all those things are completely different? Yeah. And it's just on our Earth. Okay. Why do we assume everything looks like us? Is it because of the props department or the costuming department in Hollywood? There's the chance that whatever is coming from another world looks like us or is, is in any way a head, a body, two arms, two legs like us. The chance that it's like us is immaterial. That green thing looked nothing like me. What, at Roswell? Of course it did. No, absolutely not. Oh, it not. had a head and a body and two no. arms. Oh, you're wrong. I'm much better looking. That's true. Yes, but okay, back to this. What were these guys seeing? Again, it wasn't just one nutso dude. Okay, it was what, everyone what, was, what was Mr. Guy seeing? There were all kinds of, when you read about this, it's really fun. There were all kinds of explanations for it. But the one that everyone sort of goes, yeah, that's probably it. St. Elmo's fire is probably what they were seeing. It's just that when you normally see St. Elmo's fire, and just about everybody's seen it, what it is, is in the atmosphere, yes. there is a layer of plasma. Right. And when sheet lightning occurs, it hits. The sheet lightning is, you know, very pungent. And when it hits this plasma, the plasma glows at a specific what would you call it? Luminance? Yes. A certain color? Uh-huh. And the thing is, we always see it from the ground. Right. It's called St. Elmo's Fire because it's named after the patron saint of those who sail. And when they see it, that's good Good luck. St. Elmo is looking out over top of us. Well, here's the thing. We always see it from the ground. Mm-hmm. So now you're in a plane and you're X number thousand feet in the air. So now you're seeing St. Elmo's Fire 
And it's giving the impression that it's not stationary. It's Uh-oh. moving because it's following along the sheet lightning. Yes. So now this little ball appears to have movement to it. Right. So you're seeing something that you've always seen, but from a different angle. Right. So more than likely what these guys were seeing is St. Elmo's fire. UFO. Or they're seeing a UFO. I'm, I'm going with UFO. One of the two. There you go. St. Elmo's fire on Rust. Welcome to the first break on our celebration of National World UFO Day, Unidentified Flying Objects. We're not alone, you know. No, no, the kids are downstairs. No, we're not alone. Oh, you mean there is life. You know, personally, I can't imagine in the vastness that is space, it, it, it can't be that we're alone. It literally cannot be. Now, is there... An equal to Starbucks? Is there some Rick and Morty planet out there where somebody's going block, block, block and handing somebody else (laughs) an equal to Starbucks? Uh, No, I don't think so. But it wouldn't surprise me in any way, shape, or form if there isn't a planet out there somewhere that isn't in some stage of life coming up to a certain point. Just living in ponds of water, it wouldn't surprise me in the My least. My God. What? Your your mind, it, you know what? I'm, I'm really disappointed in you. Why is that? Because you will not even let your mind go enough to think that there could be a Starbucks on another planet. What would they call it? Blog, blog, blog. And that's you know, a great name. If that's fine right there? Yeah. And why would we think that this animal would speak out of a head? Why does it have to have a head? Don't limit yourself, baby. No, I mean, why doesn't it, why can't it, why can't there be an entire race of people that all look like B. Arthur? You know they can. So when they arrive, it's as if the Golden Girls have (laughs) attacked the world. And furthermore, every single one of these science fiction movies Mm -hmm. have it that these things want to show up, rape, pillage, and destroy these you know this world except except maybe i can't think of something nine where they where the the the, the thing crash landed project nine i'm gonna i'm gonna district nine i think district what it nine, is. yeah yeah where these things crash landed all they wanted to do was leave we have it in our head that if a, a being from another world arrives all it wants to do is destroy us when in reality we don't want to do that. Why do Listen, we assume they you, want to you, do you it? You also have it in your head that probing is bad. Who says it's bad? Yeah, these people could all arrive be, and look it like It may be George. like a margarita, you That's know? That's right. These people could all arrive and look like George Clooney. And next thing you know, we got people we got lining volunteers. up. <laughs> Hello. I'll be probed. <laughs> the race of Angelina Jolie's have arrived. Oh, now I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> let, the, let the probing begin. We got beer on ice over here, so... Well, that killed that break. Go ahead. Who's listening to us over oh, here? Oh, man. Let me pick it up. KSCL in Shreveport. That's right. And, they, and that's where the people would land. Right there in Shreveport. Well, I don't think so. That's right. The race of hot Brazilian models. They're calling themselves hot Brazilian models? Yes. We've changed our name from Swedish Bikini Team. 
This is an advanced race. Nah, they're going back yeah. to New Mexico. They're waiting yeah. on them over there. Weird. Yeah, we're going to talk to you about New Mexico. That place was fun, but goofy. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, out of the break, I just got to put this across. Here's one more thing that drives me crazy about science fiction films where people travel through space. Your hand is holding up the number five. Especially Star Wars. Yeah. Space is infinite, yes? As far as we know. Okay. It just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. Right? And at the end of space is a blockbuster. Is more space. Right? There's a blockbuster right there and you forgot your card. So there, I mean, it goes on. It's absolutely infinite. So here's the thing that drives me crazy about space movies. You're moving from planet to planet to planet in some kind of hypersleep or hyperdrive that allows you to move at the speed of light, blah, blah, blah. But for some reason in these movies, you still run into people you know. You're in this vast, infinite thing. Oh. But still, you walk into a bar on planet XJ oh Zagorfnik. Hi, Bob. Haven't seen you in a while. How do you keep running into people if the space you're in is infinite? For real, huh? One more thing. Yes. Do you remember the cantina scene in Star Wars? Bing, 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 ding, 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 I have one question. Okay. What did the bathroom look like in that place? Because all those different aliens weren't equipped with what I'm equipped with. How did they all go to the bathroom? Was it just like this big pit? That in some way you put yourself in a position and whoop, there you go. I think it's within, with inside of them. Kenneth Arnold, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. the reason this day exists, the 24th of June, was flying around Mount Rainier, Washington, 1947, June 24th. He saw nine objects glowing bright white flying in a V formation. If his estimations were correct, it was flying or they were flying at a speed of 1,700 miles per hour. Now, contrary to what you may have heard, Kenneth Arnold did not use the term flying saucer. He was asked by local newspaper reporters, how did it fly? I mean, how did it move? Yeah. And he said it skipped across the water as if you flew a rock or a saucer. 
across the water. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Skipping yeah. a rock? Now, right. we, now we have the word saucer. Right. And it was the newspaper report that said it was a flying saucer. That's where it came from. And it wasn't just the word of this Kenneth Arnold guy. A couple of prospectors who were on the ground say they saw the same thing. Jack Daniels. But said they saw the same thing. Jim Beam said they saw the same thing. White lightning. The fact still <laughs> remains there was a secondary source. So quality journalism of the people around Mount Rainier. It wasn't funny uh, journalism, huh? No, no, no. They had a second source of Ooh. people who were there and were completely sober. Sober. Yes. Bacardi. Gold. Um, it says here that Creedence Clearwater Revival created a song called It Came Out of the Sky from Willie and the Poor Boys. Here's CCR on Rock School. Show us what you got. Mmm, I like it. Rick and Morty fans will get that. So, Welcome to the bottom of the hour. Thank now, you, thank you. I'm not going to talk a whole lot about it right now, but if you remember, we went to Roswell, New Mexico. Yes, we Took a did. trip out there just for the fun of it, for no other reason than, you know, why climb Mount Everest? It's there, you know, because we wanted to go to see Carlsbad Caverns and... You gotta go. There it is. So we it, went up. It draws you. And, you know, if, except for this one little strip downtown and every now and again an alien stuck there, you really can't see it as any different than any other town. But boy, that strip. And they had green aliens in, oh, in all everywhere. over. Even at Everywhere. Carlsbad, they had a green alien, remember? Right. People were carving them out of thick trunks of trees. Right. And I remember you and I went to a Mexican restaurant, which was excellent, uh -huh. by the way. I mean, there's people say, it was oh, this is a good it was, place. Uh, was it like Tex-Mex yes, or something? But yeah. Boy, it was good. good. And I remember saying to the waitress, I mean, beautiful young girl of college age, she came walking over, hi, how are you? And I looked at her and I went, so, aliens. And her whole face went dead and she went... Yeah. <laughs> you could just tell she had had it right up to the eyeballs with aliens. So. Well, the, the great thing about Roswell was that there was just enough tinfoil on some of the right, things right. that it was like, is that? Do you really believe tenfold? it? Yeah. Do you really believe it? Or is this just for fun? Well, let me tell you, our kids are never going to forget it. Oh, no. For they a kid? They thought it was oh, awesome. Yeah. For a kid, it's fantastic. For an, an adult, awesome. Yeah, I had a good time. All right, here we go. Let's do seven days, 70 seconds. These are the rock and roll dates, June 19th through June 25th. I believe you have Monday. Go. June 19th, 1973. Frankenstein goes gold. Edgar Winters, that is. There you go. June 20th, 2014, the documentary Billy Joel, The Bridge to Russia, about his 1987 tour to the Soviet Union, debuts in the BBC. June 21st, 1981, Walter Becker and Donald Fagan announced Steely Dan is done. Ooh. 
they began work on solo projects, and mm. they would reform in 1993. Oh, God is the Nightfly, at least, which is a really good album. June 22nd, 2009, Chris Brown pleads guilty to beating Rihanna the night before the Grammy Awards. June 23rd, 1960, Paul Anka opens at New York's Copacabana nightclub. At 20 years old, he becomes the youngest act to do it. June 24th, 1965, John Lennon's second book, A Spaniard in the Works, is released. And then June 25th, 2009, Michael Jackson is found dead at his Los Angeles mansion. One more quick thing before we leave Roswell, New Mexico. Uh-huh. Outside of Roswell, about, what, 25 miles, maybe a little bit more south, is Carlsbad, where the caverns are. Oh, it's yeah. a very, very large series of underground caverns, and it's for people who want to go spelunking but don't want to get dirty. There's even an elevator that takes you down to them, and you can walk through these beautifully laid paths and such. What was really fun is I don't know if this was true or not, or if the people that were there were just simply playing scare the tourists. Okay. Do you remember when you got to the bottom of the uh, elevator? Uh, yeah. There were two doors. Right. On our way out, if you remember, we stopped at McDonald's, and there was a couple guys that were in sort of governmenty looking uniforms. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, they were talking to us, well, where are you from? New Orleans. You know, Why are you here? Well, we came to see the caverns and all that. Did you take the elevator down? Yeah. Uh, yes. You remember there was a set of doors behind you? Right, yeah. right. Do you know what's back there? No. No. Those are nuclear warheads. I, yeah, go ahead. You know, take your, you know, your your breakfast sandwich and go, no, no, no. It's underneath the ground because if it blows up, it won't hurt anybody. What about the people in the cavern? Those people are expendable. And this guy made it sound like it was completely what true. the caverns? And it's, a national, it's a national park. I'm not sure if he was just playing scare the tourist or not, but I'll tell you what, he and his buddy had some stars and bars on, mm. and they sounded like they were telling the truth, and there was just enough UFO stuff around that I almost swallowed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're kind of stupid. That's true. Here goes Sammy Hagar from 9 on a 10 scale, Silver Lights, and believe it or not, Sammy kind of believes all this stuff. I'm not kidding. Here you go on Rock School. out of Sammy Hagar. He also is a numerologist. Really? Right. I love numbers. He believes certain numbers have certain powers. What's, and your, that what, what's your favorite number? My favorite number? Yeah. Pi. Mm, yeah. You're not playing. No, I'm not playing because I think that's all goofy. 48. For, 48 is mm -hmm. your favorite number? Love it. Why 48? I don't know. I always have. I, I, I oh. love that number. Okay. Okay, continue on. Back I love Sammy. Back to this. After the, the sighting over top of Mount Rainier, of course, once the newspapers get a hold of it, the government has to get involved. Not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Look, the newspapers are all over it. Let's... Government got to check it out. Yeah, let's check it out. So they did. It was something called Operation Sign. And what they decided was that it could have been UFOs, but for the most part, it was probably a mirage of some kind, which means they saw it, 
but it was some kind of thing. It was St. Elmo's fire. It was ball lightning. It was something, but the fact of it being a UFO, not a chance, kids. I'm sorry. Although these were credible witnesses, it says right here. Hmm. Now, if you go to Roswell, New Mexico, you can see all of the the newspaper clippings. They either have the actual clippings or they have photocopies of the clippings. And people were gosh darn serious. Yeah. About this stuff. But they also they also have clippings from later events. Right. Later on in July 1947, supposedly a spaceship crashed and Area 51 was created surrounding the crash. Mm-hmm. And immediately the government said it was a weather balloon. Uh-huh. No, it was a UFO. And what it was was the prime was pumped from this guy, Kenneth Arnold. Yeah. And everyone was like, well, there it is. There's a UFO. No, it isn't. It's a weather balloon. They, you know, the government probably told the truth right off it's a weather balloon no it's not it's a ufo no it wasn't it was a weather balloon probably that but of course there's like you said the tin foil hat people that live in their parents uh-huh, basement uh-huh. you know sleeping next to bigfoot you know, <gasps> at, yes, i love right? bigfoot so do i he is so real And on top of that, that Operation Sign gives way to Project Sign, which becomes Project Blue Book. Project Blue Book then compiles, and you know these people who work in Project Blue Book got to think to themselves, are you serious? I'm supposed to go find proof of UFOs? Yes, Jim, go go find. You get paid to do that? Yes, (laughs) go. Everything they find is that all of these unidentified flying objects have in some way, shape, or form a man-made or an, or a, an explanation from the atmosphere. No, there's no little green man. Well, how come we can't come into Area 51? Yeah. For the same reason you can't come into Fort Knox. It's a government thing and there's important crap in there. Stay back. There's proof in there, man. No, there is not. There is. I saw it. Are you going to say the truth is out there? It is. Oh, yeah. Okay, Wait, X-Files. the truth is out there. Oh, I'm sure it is. You know what the truth is? I need another beer. Uh, who's listening to us? My goodness. Yeah. Doubtful Tom is here. Right. Uh, KSRQ, Thief River Falls, Minnesota. They all believe in Minnesota. Do they? It's yes, because they a flying do. saucer crashed right into something and a bunch of people stood around and went, oh, look at that. Easy now. <laughs> Back in a minute here in Rock School. shouldn't put this down as much as I do because you know what my 
theory comes up with if there is because I do believe there's there's life on other planets. You do? No, I don't believe in little green men. I don't believe in somebody walking up to a Starbucks or what would be equal and what going, if they are green? Clark, 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 and being handed a Starbucks. You, it, what's what do you have against green? It's it's nothing to do with green. It has nothing to do with the fact that there may not even be a color green on their planets. <gasps> their luminescence may be completely different than Ooh. ours. And I don't know how it couldn't be. That's big talk, It's the huh? same thing with dinosaurs. Remember when dinosaurs got big with kids? Yeah. How come every dinosaur all of a sudden had all the colors of toys? You know, they were prob- they're probably all drab green, they're, but for some reason, exactly why. toys, so ki- they were blue and purple and well, green, and gosh, they're pretty. So kids would learn, you yeah, know, who they were. I guess. But here's the thing. In terms of my theory, if there is another life out there, I'm kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're absolutely brilliant and couldn't possibly crash. Because if you look at man, what we do is make mistakes. Mm -hmm. This is our purpose of life. We, there's there's nothing better than a good screw Dude, up. Dude, they're only coming here to learn about us. And when when the best and the brightest of planet Blavlabber decides to make his way to the United States, you know, on this tiny blue and green planet, yes, it's entirely possible they're equally as ding dongy as us. And he had too much juice the night before. And just simply crashes the plane, and somewhere back at headquarters, they go, You didn't put Berflark on that, did you? Yeah, Berflark was driving the, the spacecraft. Oh, oh you're see, an now idiot. You, you put him on the same level as us. Right. Really? See? Really? Hmm? I, ho- I hope someone is smarter than us out there. Did you know that Jimmy Carter claimed he saw a UFO? Yes. Yes. And the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind did wonderful things for the mashed potatoes dun, industry. Dun, 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 dun. That's the truth. Every guitarist can play that. It's so stupid easy to play on the guitar. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. It actually helped the mashed potato industry. Remember he built that thing oh, out of mashed yeah. potato? Kids all wanted to eat mashed potatoes to build that thing. Love it. Love it. Zero, zero UFO, the Ramones from Brain Drain, 1989 on Rock School. here on Rock's Gold. Do you remember in the 1950s when people were just nuts for space movies? Oh, yeah. It came from outer space. Do you also remember Joseph McCarthy, who was going after you know, communists? I will find yes. he's part of the HUAC, the House Un-American Huac. Activities Committee, right? Yeah. He stated that in those movies, the aliens were metaphors for communists. Oh. Yeah, and you're a metaphor for a nut bar. Okay, so let's say everybody is going to celebrate this, as you should. Yeah. June 24th. You know, we live in the New Orleans area. Everything is a reason what for we, a party. What do we need, a parade? Well, you need good music. Ready? Oh, yes. Here we go. Graham yes. Parker waiting for the UFOs. Hmm? Yes, Starship Trooper. Husker Du, books about UFOs. Blink-182, aliens exist. 
Sheb Woolley, the one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people leader. We gotta have that one. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald has a song called Two Little Men and a Flying Saucer. Love it. Pixies have a song called Motorway to Roswell. Beastie Boys have Intergalactic. The Flaming Lips have a song called Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots Part 1. Oh, I'm waiting for Part 2. So am I. The Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs have something called Area 52. Blondie's Rapture talks about a spaceman. So John Stevens concerning the UFO sightings near Highland. Mm -hmm. Radiohead, Subterranean Homesick Alien. The Prodigy, Out of Space. And Van Halen has Out of Space. See, what else do I have here? Hangar 18 by Megadeth. The Mr. Spaceman by The Birds. Bing bang. I've Seen the Flying Saucers by Elton John. I'm sorry, it's just I've Seen the Saucers by Elton John. It's the, it starts the second flying. side of Come on now. Caribou. What else have I missed? Uh, I've missed none. No, I haven't. Uh, Arriving UFO by Yes. Goodness. Oh, there's more. That's a I just ton didn't write them down. I just didn't well, write Well, that's because everybody believes but you. I don't disbelieve. Oh, it's okay. It's just the concept of them being little it, green men who want to blow us up like in Independence Day seems absurd. It's okay. We'll take me. you with us when we all t- get on the spaceship Come and fly away. Come sail away. Come sail away. Except him over there. He's an idiot. Wait till you drink. What do you drink their juju juice? Oh, I'll bet. Oh, it's good. I'll bet. I've had it. And the stuff we're going to finish up with. Uh-huh. So many jokes. Oh, and the one we're going to finish up with, David yeah. Bowie from the Rise and Fall of the Ziggy Stardust, Starman, ladies yes. and gentlemen. That'll wrap it up. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. That's it. Class is dismissed. Didn't know what time it was. The lights were low. Oh, oh, oh. I leaned back on my radio. Oh, oh, oh. Some cat was laying down some rock and roll. Let us all the loud sound it seemed